onslaught better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys. Let's or? do this. What's wrong with me? Because uh, he started talking about, he's like, Travis, how is it you waited so long to turn me on to Big Bang Theory? That show is awesome. Oh, don't even start with that fucking show. Hey, folks, welcome back. It's Ugly Couch Cast time again. I am Master Dorgo. I am Dr. Vlog. 80s Jeff. This is number 34, the first in the new year. The one that just uh, posted last was uh, recorded just before the year began. What the hell year is it? So uh, here it is, 2010. Okay, the year I we start make writing contact. that on my checks. Yeah, with who? That's <laughs> just the name of the, the I feel film. so cheated. We're the laser guns. If it was the book, it would be Odyssey Oh, they're there. Too. We're the moving walkways. They're there. Where are the clones? Where are the robot clones? Where Where's are the robot car? chicks? Yeah. Where's my jetpack? What happened to the future, man? Future's here. Future's now. I don't mean that cheesy jetpack that only works over water that runs on the little <laughs> water jets. Oh, not that lean. People thing. that have been on the YouTubes, you know what I'm talking hey, about. Hey, it's a start. It's a start. <sighs> it's a 40 year too late start. If I don't get to see my home world from space before I die in a relatively cheap manner, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> I think uh, Richard Branson's going to make that happen. What, what is relatively cheap to you? Well, what does it cost right now? Uh, it's super expensive. 200 grand. Okay, well, within my budget. And your budget is. Uh, yes. I got some pocket change. <laughs> Somebody posted on <laughs> our website. for the space bus. <laughs> Somebody posted a comment on our website that uh, if, if they had 200 grand that they could uh, spend, they, they would send us up. And you know what? If I had an extra two hundred grand, I would bring them along with us. But neither of us have it, so no one's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the pretty fact much that what they spend it on us to. is the reason why they don't have that extra two hundred grand. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> well, here it is—a brand new week in geek, and a brand new year in geek, and yes. lots of news. There's a lot going on, man. Everyone's excited. Everyone's back at work. Finally, it's like, it's like everyone held off masturbating for that week, and now the load has been blown. <laughs> Oh, it's just explosion. In addition explosion. to the fact that CES is this week, there's all kinds of news. And porn decks are... And, uh, and adult what I, Entertainment Expo. And what I have is not even CES related, because really? that's all like speculating, like, this is coming out. That's that's for next Couchcast, man. L- yeah, I was going to say, little bits have leaked out today of what's going to be at CES on Engadget. But right, but by the, t- con. By, the t- I, by the time... We're not going to bring that up, because the, oh, t- no. the time that hits, you know... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait until the next ca- couch cast because I'll See? actually be there to look on it. Yeah, you know what's up. I wish we were going to the adult convention. Yeah. Oh. We we will go as press one of these days for We just totally spaced it this year. That's all. It just yeah. didn't cross our minds. Well, we, we've all had, <laughs> all three of us have had other more pressing issues on our mind recently. Oh, yeah, than like to, putting food than, in our mouths. Yeah, <laughs> than, than to get press passes to go interview some porn stars. You know, stars. it is tough. How, how is that not a priority? It is tough being a geek. If you gotta constantly worry about feeding yourself. Yes. God, if I could take a pill to where I could only have to feed myself like once or twice a week, I totally would. But mm. geek food is cheap, especially compared to health food, so. Well, because it's unhealthy. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to eat healthier in this new year. Mickey D's, motherfucker. Oh, is that your resolution? Yes. Aside from what I ate here as a little snack, I had a healthy meal today. <laughs> Two of them. Tell me about your little snack. 
my uh, 2010. What, what was your healthy little snack? No, no, no. Let me tell you about the meal I had today. Right. I had a healthy salad full mm-hmm. of big green leafy vegetables, and I had uh, a potato, and okay. I had uh, let's say some orange juice earlier. And, oh, nice. You know, and a nice sandwich. Yeah. Um, just healthy, fresh things. Nice. And uh, what did you have just uh, 20 minutes ago? Hey, what's in the news? <laughs> my my 2010 New Year's resolution. To not make any resolutions. That's a fine resolution, sir. Uh, honestly, it's not a New Year's resolution. It's something I've been trying for the last few months. <clears throat> Stuffed up. Holy crap. I was going to say, you tend to eat fairly healthy most of the time. It's just when you like come over here and you're like, I'm hungry. What's open? Yeah, see, that's McDonald's. the problem. That's the problem in Vegas in general. When geeks get together, they're like, oh, let's go grab something. Yeah, and it ends up being chicken wings <laughs> and burgers and Although fries. Although occasionally we do go over to uh, you know Crown and Anchor and get there late night. Chicken sandwich. Because that's so much healthier. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so a grilled much chicken sandwich. With all those French fries. Yeah. Well, you, okay, yes, it comes choose. with the French fries. You but... choose the chicken sandwich. Oh. Everyone else chooses the $2, $3 burger. Which uh, well, yes, I, I get the beans. burger. Barry, Barry, I was going to say, is the one that gets the chicken and sandwich. And Paul gets I the guess. chip buddy. Yeah. Oh, God, chip buddy. French man. fries on a bun. <laughs> no, 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 no. butter in that French or fries on buttered buttered bun and i'm not talking just like a light coating of butter i'm talking it's like a quarter inch thick ladies and gentlemen yeah chip that's a a british thing layer of butter with fries oh you know what i ate on sunday we went to the crown and anchor Mm -hmm. uh deb had a hair up her ass for uh the uh sunday roast and so we had that, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Not a fan of Yorkshire pudding so much, but oh, I did like the Oh, I love the Yorkshire pudding. Okay, it's not, it's not even pudding. Yes, it is. In the it, British sense, it certainly is. It's a piece of bread. P- a pudding in, in Britain is, is dessert. And that's a kind of dessert cake. It's a bread. It's, it's not good. even sweet. It's so tasty, though. Whatever. Yum, uh, yum, not, yum. Barry, uh, i got to side with you on this. I'm not a big fan of the Yorkshire pudding. Oh, fine. Um, I will have both it's, your it's portions. It's all right. Both um, your portions. But at least it's not blood pudding. Oh, yeah, that I had is that. the most disgusting dish I've ever seen. And I, you're talking about a guy that's had haggis before. Right. So, well, I yeah. can stomach haggis just fine, but you're right. Blood pudding? No. No. It, is, thank it you. is quite nasty. But I will say this. Crown and Anchor does still have the best fish and chips that I've had in this town. Authentic British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you go on Mondays... Unlimited fish and chips. Oh my god! Well, that's not good. It's, it's like no, it's, it's like fried five, food, man. It's like five to ten p.m. or something like and that. And it's also oh, five to ten pieces. No, no. Well, they they only bring you out like two or three pieces at a time. But well, yes. Like, you're like, uh, I'm done. More, please. Mm-hmm. Because well, you have an appetite like the Sarlacc. <laughs> well, not anymore. Not not since I turned like 34. No. It's like. I can't eat as much, and Wait, now that don't I'm tell them your almost age. 36... <laughs> We're going to disconnect with the youth. Yes, Jeff is uh, 10 years older than both Barry and myself. That's correct. Whatever. <laughs> Wee, young, let's go ring! You young whippersnappers, you don't remember what it was like 25 years ago when Shut Back up, to the Future was man. in the theater. <laughs> uh, Steve Biggs. <laughs> I remember when. No, no, no. What's, what's worse, mm. as I was telling Todd this the other day, Barry... I had a sudden realization when they were doing the 24 hours of A Christmas Story on TBS that the first time that I had seen A Christmas Story was in the movie theater in 1993. Wow. Brilliant. And I, I, because I'm like, wow, I remember this movie so vividly. And, you know, granted, I've seen it several times, but (laughs) I saw it and I'm like, wait a minute. I saw this in the theater with all my family, like all my cousins and, and my sisters. And I'm like, that was like 1983. I didn't. I wasn't old enough. I was still a babe. <coughs> Lies. <coughs> Lies. I uh, wasn't born. Uh, 
lie. Here, let Go me, on. Let, let me set news? up this joke. Everything Torgo tells you is a lie. That's Torgo. not true because what I'm about to tell you is lying. very true <laughs> and very exciting to me. This is I want to I want to kick off the new year with this news because yes. this All is right, news. news time. News I have time. been waiting for. Man, I need some good news. All Give right, me some good is, news. This is, you have no idea how great this news is. Both of you have no idea. It's great. Some of you out there have seen this movie in the festival circuit. It's finally getting a DVD release. I saw it at the Las Vegas uh, Fangoria weekend of horrors that they had oh, here. Oh, God. He's actually very thing. excited about this. Oh, God. And I, it was one of the best things I saw there, period. Here we go. In fact, I, I'm upset because I haven't seen the end of it. I had to leave in order to see the Romero picture, which turned into a... Cluster Hill, I'm not going to even go into I remember into we're getting a text from him. He was like, I could have stayed for the Romero picture. Uh, or I could have stayed and, not, and missed the Romero picture. Okay, I've got, got an idea what it might be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say. This is uh, Frank Henenlotter's... Get right for it? Yeah. Bad Biology. This no. is an amazing movie. It's so ridiculous. If you're not familiar with uh, Henenlotter's uh, stuff, he's done Basket Case, Brain Damage, Frankenhooker. Love it. All right. Love it. Love it. One of the best cult directors of all time. Bad Biology. Twisted film about a woman with seven clitoris. Oh, my God. And what happens when she finds the perfect man. Wouldn't it be clitori? See, obviously. Or or maybe we should just reduce it to clits. clits. Seven clits. We'll say clits. Okay, that's fine. All right. And it's been playing festivals for two years. But January 26th, it is finally coming out on DVD. Don't miss it. This thing is so over the top ridiculous. Oh, you had me at seven clitorises. Oh, this movie. I, I explained a little bit to Jeff, but I don't even want to go any further in this one because I don't want to spoil just how over the top, awful, wrong, and hilarious this movie is. I can't wait to see it and review it. I, I'll give you a hint, people. There's a commercial out there that says if you have an erection lasting more than four hours, please consult a physician. This whole movie needs to consult a gaggle of doctors. It's, oh my god! It's a great, great movie. Just, but if you're easily offended, fuck off. Don't go see it because man, oh. dude, if you're easily offended, you should never go see a horror movie. If you're period. easily offended. What are you listening to this? Yeah, show? exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> so yeah, if, if it goes back to that fun, over the top horror movie that I miss so much. If you're easily offended, I doubt you're listening to this program. Well, I can't wait to see it. When's it coming out? Again, it's coming out uh, January 26th uh, oh. through Media Blasters and Fever Dreams. So, nice. You think they'll have it on Netflix? Yes. In fact, it's already there in the save area. So, so you can save it in your, the bottom of your queue if you're Netflixing. But I'm, I'm watching on the 26th. I'm moving it directly to the top of my queue. I'm moving it there now. Because boom goes the dynamite. It's awesome. Boom shaka laka laka. Boom shaka laka. And this one's for you, El Jefe. Uh-oh. Bill Hunt at Digital Bits. Saying that the sell sheet for Back to the Future Blu-ray set, thought to be a joke, is for real. Finally. It means two things. Back to the Future on Blu-ray, officially. Two, they have made a short Jaws 19 in 3D film that will be in this set. What? What? That the whole joke of part two, Jaws 19 and 3D. Oh my god. They're actually making a short movie in 3D for this Blu-ray nice. set. Nice. And this set is five discs. Awesome. What? 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 How could they do for five discs two, that they didn't already do? T- that is two discs more than the previous DVD box set. I have that box set. Mm-hmm. What the hell else could be in it? That they didn't already have. Don't know. There's some speculation or at least just brilliant nerd hope. 
that one of the discs will have the Back to the Future ride that is now defunct from Universal Studios. Ah, yes, that would be that. awesome. That was cool. Because yeah, I I gotta say, you know, I huge fan of Back to the Future. Yeah, we all are. Can still watch it. Christ, you're wearing um, a DeLorean I, on I, your shirt. I right am wearing. Now. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to take a picture of this to put up on the site, folks. But uh, Todd got me this for Christmas. It is a picture of a DeLorean smashing into the TARDIS. That's um, nice. It's, it's, it's awesome. But uh, no, uh, this year is the 25th anniversary of Back to the Future. Um, there has been speculation for over a year now that they were waiting for that to do the Blu-ray release because Makes sense. I've been waiting for almost two years for them to put Back to the Future out on Blu-ray because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I can still pop in any of those three movies oh, yeah. and watch it at any time and still love it like it was the first time I've seen it. You know, Much like a lot of the Star Trek films or the Star Wars films. The original three films, mind you. Not but the, what is not it that's going to fill those extra two discs? I know. Well, Doesn't it just make you salivate? They oh. have done. They, now, um, did they, now, that makes me wonder, did they hold anything back from the DVD? Now, the original box. DVD box did. sets that came out like six years ago had a lot of extras. They did a um, another box set, I want to say it was three years ago, that had all of that plus a couple of more documentaries that they had been working on. Mm-hmm. But there has been speculation that um, they had been working on this whole 25 years later documentary for Back to the Future because they knew it was coming up for in the year 2010 that they were going to be doing this documentary. So maybe that's what's going to be on there. But with two extra discs and, and the fact that it's it's Blu-ray... Two extra discs of Blu-ray. Yeah. Two extra discs of Blu-ray. Discs of Blu-ray. <laughs> it's like the Star Trek thing. That kind of pissed me off. The fact that just because I don't have a Blu-ray player... Yeah, you suck. Okay, I don't have a Blu-ray player, we, so we okay, about, I don't get all the cool stuff. We thought about Ugh. getting you one for, for Christmas, Barry, but then we're like, he would never use it. I would use it. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't use it. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's going to take a while. I'm a slow adopter to yes. technology. Mm-hmm. But hey, there are Blu-ray players out there now that are good. I'm glad I'm a slow adopter, otherwise I would have got stuck with an HD DVD player. <laughs> like someone else I know. Hey, hey we, how you doing? We have both. That's true, and yeah, that was well, a cheap ass little player. I'll okay. get you a Betamax. Let me let me just let me just tell you, folks. He's a Betamax. The, the HD DVD yeah. player that he's talking about, I got for fifty dollars at Best Buy, and I got a twenty five dollar mail in rebate for it. And when Blu Ray went out, he's so proud. Best Buy sent me a fifty dollar gift card. <laughs> said, "Hey, to help ease the transition." Here's fifty bucks. We made money. So on the I deal. made money off wow. that purchase. So do I feel bad about that, Barry? Uh, yes. No, I yes. don't feel bad yes, about you it feel at bad all. About that, yes. Oh goodness! Takes. Well, here it is. The first of the year news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Headline. It's all up in the air for Blue Water's next biographical comic project, The Life and Times of Singer-Songwriter Lady Gaga. Who the hell cares? Drawn by Tess Fowler, written by Dan Rafter, their first issue of the new Fame series, which is a biography series that tackles the lives of the likes of Robert Pattinson, 50 Cent, don't care, don't care. David Beckham. Don't care. Taylor Swift. Don't care. I didn't know they were still doing this comic series. With a preview issue published in time for free comic day Let me tell you something. In March. I said, uh, there used to be a comic series called Rock and Roll Comics. Fucking loved it. You had, 
You know, I have the first issue. That's awesome. That, that was, was a like, great. I have issue number one. Yeah, really. It was either Metallica or Guns N' Roses. It was done. I got them both. It was done by the same guys that did the same thing with porn what? stars. They took a, a single porn star for each comic and did their little bio and the stuff that they've done along the way. Believe me, these comics are crap. Oh, I enjoyed the them still, though. utter garbage. Well, so are the porn ones, but, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> but they're still great for what they are. Those sure. maybe, but seriously, you Taylor know, Swift, Lady Gaga. I actually, I actually read a full um, dissertation on the release and history of that set of... Uh, really? Com- that comic book release, the rock and roll comics. The best-selling comic of all time in that series, New Kids on the Block. Oh, M G, <laughs> you know I'm whiskey not a, tango foxtrot. Not a fan of her music, but I do like me some Taylor Swift. I think she's she's uh, incredibly cute. Yeah, she's very cute. And you know, I'll go on the record. She's got that innocent thing going on, so that makes her even more appealing. I think Gaga is one of the better pop stars that's out there right now. Well, um, the rumor is she's going to be at the Monster booth. Well, she does own it. CES this week. So guess which booth I'm going to be avoiding. That would make sense. (laughs) She's over the top, and she owns it. It's all good. She over the top, owns it, writes her own shit. She's actually a musician. Yeah, she she actually sings her own shit instead of lip syncing. She she is actually a musician pop star. I got it. I got it. She reminds me of the type of rock pop whatever pop star that you find in over exaggerated sitcoms or over exaggerated cartoons of. The pop star. You know what? I, I, I explained this to Jeff when we all had dinner the, about a week or two ago. That I, I, the way I see Gaga as a combination of Madonna and uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh. <laughs> that's it's, a, that's it's, a good... Yeah, it is, good it is that combination that is Lady Gaga. Well, wow. and, and she's three quarters of the way there because apparently she made out with Madonna on Saturday Night Live. Self-promotion and theater. I, I missed this episode, thank God. But right. uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the comic book, fuck that. <laughs> I know somebody in our audience that probably would buy it. Who? Doug. Doug. Doug's, Doug. A, big, Doug's a fan. Or, or uh, even uh, Laura probably would buy it. Please. <laughs> probably I'll, be the only comic she'd read. Please. That, that's probably going to be uh, her birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope she's not listening to this couchcast. She's not. <laughs> News you don't care about. (laughs) Official Star Trek wetsuits. Dude, I care about that. A wetsuit that looks like a Star Trek uniform for surfing or scuba diving on sale on Roddenberry.com. Yeah. That's been up for a while. Yeah, yep. I saw that. I have pictures of. Oh, of you didn't him hear about that? I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm just bringing it up because it's news you don't care about for four hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, I don't care about it for four hundred and seventy dollars <laughs> worth. Well. I I don't know how much actual wetsuits cost, but I apparently that's they're quite pricey. Yeah, they're, yeah, but that's in that general. But you know, vicinity. people are going to wear those to conventions. Now, the last thing we need is fat trek nerds in tight neoprene. Sorry, listen, no. Listen, the spandex was bad enough. You, yeah, right. you had the wetsuit material; it's done. In fact, uh, in fact, Rod actually showed me those wetsuits last time I saw him. So. See, you're in the know. Well, not not as much as uh, as Darren is, but news uh, you don't care about except for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry said he was hot. he was awesome. Yeah, but I don't care he about 470 it. bucks worth. I'd be like, oh look, that's cool, and then I'd move on. Well, let me let me just qualify this. Oh, if I go. needed to buy a web su- a wetsuit, wet and I knew it was going to cost me that much anyway, you'd buy it. I would buy the Star nah, Trek nah, wetsuit out wet there suit. somewhere. There's a Spider-Man wetsuit, and that's the one I'll take. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. You know that one's going to well, be Well, you know Marvel will license just about anything. Yeah, just like Kiss. Because now they're owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. 
which uh, got official merger approval through all the stockholders, so it's an official merger. Yeah, they're just waiting on uh, Federal Trade Commission. So, yeah. Or, excuse me, Securities and Exchange Commission approval. Kaboom, kaboom. Soon, Punisher, the ride. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope it Everyone has, dies. I hope it has, like, that impact stuff that goes into your back when he's shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the stuff that they use in the, uh, it's, a, it's a bug's life. In the when old the, board, or, when the or things board start stinging you. Yeah, a bug for for perfect. Like really fast. Da, 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 right Although it would be like the one that jabbed me in the ass and gave me a bruise. That one yeah. was fun. You oh, liked it. Guess what? No, I That didn't wasn't like part it. of the ride. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a bonus. What else you got? <laughs> News you don't care about. <laughs> Near Death Studios announced it will be closing its doors after nine years spent trying and failing to make money from its early generation MMO, Meridian 59. Yeah, I was going to say who and what? Actually, yeah, I'll give you this. I care about this because that was like the precursor to yes, a lot it was. of these games. It certainly was. It was but, a precursor to even EverQuest. Yes, it was. But why were they doing it for this long? Exactly. The now ironically named developer started in 2001 by two of the staffers responsible for the game, Rob Ellis and Rob Green, who cite, among other things, a loss of players to World of Warcraft as a means for its poor performance. Yeah, either that or how long? Nine years old? Admitting that near-death studios had been on life support for several years, the killing blow came when the company lost its billing provider and was no longer able to process subscribers' credit card payments. Negotiations with another provider had been ongoing, Green said, but ultimately fell through, prompting the closure. Jesus Christ, use PayPal. Meridian 59, I forgot it existed. I didn't. I mean, I remember when it came out because it was so interesting. Gamers, know your history. That's true. It's not that I didn't know, it's just that... Yeah, I thought it was already gone. Oh. Actually, I thought it was gone, too. So, I'm uh, kudos for keeping it around this long, guys, really, when it comes down to it. You this had is, subscribers. This is what they're doing with Star Wars Galaxies. They got a few subscribers, enough to keep a few servers and a few people on staff, and they're just dragging this shit out. But they're not losing their you know credit card companies. Well, no. <laughs> so, because so they can't Sony. process it. It's Sony. True. I mean, SOE can sustain anything for almost, as long as they've got subscribers, they can sustain it. So another MMO you didn't know about bit the dust. Yeah. But unfortunately, it was your great-great-grandfather's MMO. Side note, um, Sony's Star Wars Galaxies is actually using Death Troopers as a, uh, um, as, as, a con- as content in the game. Are they now? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a fine idea. I think it's a great idea. Anything to keep that stupid game going. <laughs> that might attract me back to it. Yeah, not. Not. <laughs> News you don't care about. More? Reuters reports that music publishing company Primary Wave has struck a deal with Brit Rocker's Def Leppard to create a oh, cartoon no. series oh, no. and oh, a video no. game based on the band. Oh no, it's like the Jackson 5 cartoon. Primary Wave again. CEO Larry Mestel said the video game project is, quote, unusual, presumably not just uh, because it features Def Leppard. Is it going to be like game? Journey? Just, that was an awesome game. It, that's just it. We, I know Jeff and I have been waxing for a while saying Def Leppard needs to have its own rock band content. Yeah. Well, well this ain't it, folks. This is a video game that is not rock band featuring Def Leppard, nor is it Guitar Hero. It's a whole oh, different no. thing. Oh, boy. And a cartoon. So you got to pull, like... A little fucking late, don't you think? you gotta, you got to pull the, uh, the, the, the guitarist out of the gutter and... <laughs> And like <laughs> fight groupies off to get him into rehab, and then you gotta 
You find your arm. And then watch him slowly die. Well, that's just it. He's, <laughs> he, he's now clean. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Steve. Yep, uh, that one died. The uh, rest are now clean. Yeah. And uh, the guy's got one arm still. Insert we motion joke here. I, I love me some Def Leppard, but the, the drummer. The... <laughs> what? what? Several years back, he was arrested for domestic violence. Oh, I remember that. I'm like, that. he's got one wow. arm. It can't be that hard to get away from him. <laughs> it's not like he can hold you down or or put you in one, you know, like a, an arm lock or something. It's like you just try to escape. I'm, so, I'm sure you know, domestic violence is terrible. It is, but true. you got beat by a one arm dude. That's what that, the hell? Yes, I'm in no way trying to minimize the horrors that are domestic holding sword? violence, dude. That guy can body check you like nobody's business. Uh, apparently, it was all some big misunderstanding or something, but whatever. <laughs> you think? I just remember. A big misunderstanding? Okay. I guess they you know, they dropped the charges, and he went to counseling for a, a while big, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a big misunderstanding. He's still, with, check oh, wait, was still, with, his, still with his wife, whatever. I, I'm just saying, like, really? You're, you're alleging you got beat by it a one-armed man. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> News you don't care about in the <laughs> final piece of it. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver's character, Grace, in Avatar, smoked in the movie. Right. Director James Cameron told the New York Times that the character, who spends much of her day motionless and controlling her giant blue avatar, sports a disregard for her body as, quote, a negative comment about people in our real world living too much in their avatars, meaning online and, and in video games. That was a choice he had Sigourney Weaver make that she smoked, saying that gamers are... Fat lug nuts. <laughs> he really wow. He's not wrong. But well, I didn't get that are. from that at all. I'm sorry. I didn't even notice that. I she didn't smoked. read that. I did. I noticed she smoked, but I didn't read that. That's like into such it. a fine detail. It's not even worth putting in the movie. Exactly. It's. It, I mean, I. I just. I don't get it. I, it's, I, I it's still worth, seen it, but it's worth putting it in the movie just to have the character do something human. Right. Humans would do, other than just sit there with their arms across their chest, but. Uh, that what no <laughs> yes that was on purpose as a social commentary on gamers in general well, thanks yep. like we don't know that speaking of avatar so, so, wow so just for that i'm i'm quitting smoking today you don't smoke oh yeah oh well, that worked out only, well, only he only does it in stage plays that, and he doesn't inhale that's true. Or I, I will take old uh, Guitar Hero guitars and melt them down and breathe in the fumes. Oh, a huffer. That's dirty. Ugh. But, but yeah. no, no, you, you got good. Okay, you got, of Avatar, you got Avatar news. Wow. Okay. Well, what, the news everyone has. Wow. Fucking billion already. Yeah. $1.1 billion as of yesterday, Monday, January. Right oh. now it's in fourth place fourth. and uh, destined to go to th- at least third. Yeah, I want to say it's going to go to first. It's only a few. Like, was it? It wasn't only no. like a few hundred thousand dollars away from third place, which was Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. What was yep. first? First is Titanic. First with is still one point seven five billion dollars. Yeah, almost one point eight billion. It has to do another six hundred plus billion to make that million. You mean? Oh yeah, million. Yeah. No yeah. billion actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this is theater, not. This is this not is international. This is no. international this, box yeah, office. Yeah, this is just not box including office. DVD dollars, and it doesn't include that in the Titanic number I, anyway. I, I think it might do it. I it will I, probably move into second place because yes. Lord of the Rings is second place. Ooh. And Return of the and King. That's only what a 
about another hundred million uh, away, a couple hundred yeah, million. Yeah, it's 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 really close to that. It's it was almost neck and neck with the third place, which was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Right. Mm. So I mean, it's it's right there. It's destined to be part two, but that does mean that Cameron will hold the two yeah. number one spots. Isn't that ridiculous? One director one and holds two. the number one and number two all time box office. One spots. guy. That means that this man is Midas. Yeah. yeah. Whatever so, he touched turns to That gold, means apparently. he can do whatever movie he wants forever. Ever and ever. This and is if, two in a row. And if you haven't seen the film, folks, go out and see it. But I do recommend you see it in the 3D. Yeah. Um, I know That's they the said 60% of the theaters that are showing it are not 3D equipped worldwide. Hey, there's a question. Mm-hmm. See it in 3D. Uh, it's making all this money, yeah. but is it making all this extra money because you got to pay a little extra to see it in 3D? That is part that's, of it. That's yeah. a little bit of it. No, it that is. is not just a little bit of it. That's are these a, that's numbers a, that's a significant piece of it. Are these numbers well, adjusted for inflation, dude? In, yes, in, in New York, adjusted for inflation. Oh. Well, to see but, this in 3D in New York, it's 1850. Yes. Oh, whoa! But as I said, worldwide, 60% of the theaters mm-hmm. only have it in 2D. So sure. 60% of the world, 60%. Of that 1.1 billion is from your regular 2D I, normal price ticket. Yeah, 40% isn't. Okay, glass that's half a, full. That's a yeah, glass <laughs> half full. That's a big glass at 1.1 billion. And it's just enough of a jump that you wonder if it would be in fourth place behind. Uh, in, uh, sorry, in front of uh, Dark Knight. Mm, I take I take that back. I said I don't know if it'll hit first place. Maybe it, prob- it probably Maybe will not. No. I, 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 it'll definitely go into second, but I don't see it. Which is a terrible commentary Titanic. on our times that Titanic would make first place and Avatar won't. I think Titanic's a fine film. I mean, Of course, you also like musicals. I do, and it's not because of the love story. I think just technologically, just like Avatar, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy built a three-quarter replica full-scale Titanic. Mm-hmm. You ever see Ben-Hur? And, and, the and a big tank to put it in. Ben-Hur? So sink it. Yeah. Okay, but let's talk about big sets. Well, but you got to remember but, that's an entirely different time. But they didn't fucking sink the Coliseum. <laughs> oh, the version <laughs> I saw did. In Ben Hur, movies like those Wait, big epics back you're then. You're back on Caligula again. They could spend. Yes. They could build those humongous sets because they weren't paying people anything. Mm. <laughs> they need contract players again. Well, if you ask the union, they ain't paying anybody either. But. Well, but they didn't have the unions in the theater or in the movie studios back then. I'm just fucking with it. Go. (laughs) Wallet Pop has run a price comparison chart across the board, seeing what everyday items have increased in price over the last 10 years and by how much. And while the price of a Slurpee jumping from 99 cents to 212 runs the high chart of 122% increase, a comic book jumping from a dollar ninety nine to three ninety nine with a hundred point five percent increase comes pretty high up on the list. Uh, this just in Wallet Pop. What's that? Wallet Pop is is uh, almost what it sounds. I don't know. I I get this off a of news feed. Well, that sounds interesting. But uh, I read more stats like that. Yeah, I like stats. But uh, the three ninety nine price point's been justified by companies as reflecting increase in printing costs, distribution, and talent. I'll give them that. There's better talent, and there's better colors, and better and in, color reproduction. Better. And one controversial address by whatever the market will bear. Mm-hmm. Certainly, in comparison, a music CD has only increased by two point five percent. Time magazine by forty one percent. A movie ticket by forty two percent. A bestseller novel by point one four percent. And just on a side note. Bottle of Martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti, fallen thirty six percent. Really? Yeah. 
I'll have to go run out and get some. It's mass produced. Of course, it costs less now. It's tasty though. It's all right. What? Even. In a significant blow to uh, Barry's love life. Uh oh. Bioware CEO Ray Muzika, that guy. <laughs> Raymond Zarek. Wait, wrong. Muzika. Ray Muzika. I gotta get this right. Muzika has announced that the first expansion of Dragon Age Origins will be known as Dragon Age Awakening. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait for it. The expansion pack will launch on March 16th for... March 16th. That's just three months away. For PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360, and contain roughly 15 hours of content. Goodbye, The the events laid out in the expansion plan... Expansion take place after the events of Dragon Age Origins. Feature the player either importing their own character from the original or taking control over an entirely new character while trying to reestablish the Order of the Grey Wardens. Furthermore, players will also encounter more Darkspawn and embark on their quest to discover how they will manage still menace the lands despite the defeat of the Archdemon. Overall, the expansion will add on an all-new character, a Grey Warden commander from Orle. A new region known as Amath- Amath- names. fantasy name here. Five new possible party members, new enemies, a spectral dragon, infernal golems, as well as many more quests to complete. Amaranthine. There you go, Amaranthine. <laughs> new features include increased level cap, new spells, specializations, and abilities, along with the possibility of respecting characters under your control. Expansion costs will cost thirty nine ninety nine. Dude, I'll tell you, I think it's worth it just to be able to respect. <clears throat> I like it because of the level cap. Yeah, too. Raising that cap's always a Wait, fine thing. Wait, you're both thing. right. Wait, uh, <laughs> goodbye, love life. And this will also be a retail expansion as well, so you can go out and buy it. Well, I'll just download it. Just at the it. disc. Well, that too. I'm sure it'll be available that way. Yeah. But there it is. If you, haven't, if you need some more, if you, if you fought your way all the way through all those hours of questing, you're not done. Well, she has not, and today, and just today... Uh, she was going to do a few hours of Dragon Age, but it's hard to put it down at any point. So I was like, you know what? Why don't you try starting that other game that, uh, that we got there for you? No. no. And uh, she she popped it in, and we got through like the first little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game in question is uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I still play that son of a bitch. Now, let me tell you, the graphics, not as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the play control, not as smooth. No, no, and then this is, this one it comes down to is an actual and earlier Xbox 360 game, one of the first major RPG releases for the system. Yeah. However, that world is huge. The world Open is incredibly free. huge. Your character is whatever direction you want it to take. Mm-hmm. Everything... Levels according to what you level, so everything remains a challenge. Once you get once you get used to the interface, then mm-hmm. it's smooth. But it's yeah. just that first learning hurdle. The, the, yeah, it takes a little and time. And there's a few expansions for that too, aren't a there? A few. Uh, Hell yes, there's a few expansions. Monstrous amount of expansions in that game. That game is monstrous. Uh, it's got to be at least eight expansions, not including the horse armor. Not including the games that. I'm sorry, including the games that she has for PSP. I think she's got a good 200 hours of gameplay. Easy. Before uh, we uh, ever speak again. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, boy. So I'm excited. I haven't even been able to crack it for a while, and I'm sad, but it's like, 
it's like like Dev has to set aside time, and I feel the same way. I have to set aside time to play this game, a, a chunk, and I just don't have that time. But to that's set. only because you you have like two DVDs and four games to play at any given day. Dude, I'm a host and reviewer of a very popular website show. Really? What okay, show is that? Yes. <laughs> I it's realize called, it's research, but it, still. Yes, and so I'm constantly having to do the new stuff oh, as much as I possibly can. And so, yes, the stuff that I want to play has to take a seat. Yeah, we, we do sacrifice a bit of our game time for Ugly Couch Show. I will admit oh, that. <laughs> Not but, as uh, much as me. <laughs> you just wait. You just wait. Star Trek Online's coming soon. Oh, oh God. baby. Oh, God. I think I might want to be a trill. Just maybe, saying. Maybe it'll give me time to catch up on the editing. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. Hey, guys. Barry, not coming over tonight. Okay, bye. Well, if you're not coming, I'm not staying, so... Um, yeah. I'm going to... Okay. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to log on and watch Jeff edit. All right. <laughs> EA has made a public announcement they are shutting down a host of online servers to make way for new ones in the future. Quote, all of us at EA would like to thank you for your valued participation in our online gaming community. We hope that your enthusiasm for these games extends to our current lineup and beyond. Some servers that are cut include such titles as Burnout Revenge, Blah, Facebreaker, what? FIFA 07, oh. Fight Night Round 3, Blah. NASCAR 09, Blah. Marvel Nemesis, Blah. Medal of Honor Rising Sun, Blah. Need for Speed Underground 2, hmm. Tiger Woods 07, hmm. and EA has listed that the online servers will be shut down on February 2nd. Now here's where it kind of punches you in the face. If you own these games, and you're a gamer score whore, an overachiever if you will... <clears throat> Todd. Not so much. I don't go searching to like fill up the thousand. All right, like some people out there do. Okay, wait. And that, if you that do, would, that would be Rick. Yes, Sorry. this is for the Ricks of the world. If you haven't gotten those achievements for online play yet, you have roughly half a month to do it. Hmm. Otherwise, those achievements are officially lost to you forever. If you are a gamer score whore, uh, you would probably already have them. And if you don't, well, who cares? Because most of them are sports games. If you That's don't, true. what are you waiting for? They're all sports games, aren't they? Not well. Oh, most of them, of them are, but there are a few aren't. But uh, yeah, but most of them are. And whatever. But yeah. yeah, they're all sports games mainly. Yeah, they are. But so I uh, can't help but not care. Well, the but, Sport 07 games, I can, it, I can see them closing those servers down because they've got three more versions of those sure. games already out. Sure. Because God but, knows, I, I couldn't live without Tiger Woods 08, 09, and the new uh, 010 one, which is going to be... 010. 010. The, the, the new Tiger Woods 2010, which is going to be great. There's going to be Tiger, and after you make a shot, you got to go bang a cocktail waitress. <laughs> yeah. Someone had to make the joke. No, no, they didn't. Everyone's making the goddamn joke. His, the whole thing is a joke. <laughs> For every hole-in-one, you get a hot coffee scene. No! That is your hole-in-one. That is your hole-in-one. Hole-in-eight. Yeah. <laughs> Gives all new meanings. So he's going to get no, okay. But I, oh, but you know what? God, oh, my God. I would really hope, I would really hope in the future that when they create some more of these gamer score, they keep this kind of shit in mind when they're doing points for a game, that eventually those points won't be available. For example, I know one of the basketball games out there had a thing that you get a gamer score if there are a thousand people consecutively online on that game. Oh, that's lame. That never happened. You know what one I never got? <laughs> uh, the one for GTA uh, 4 where you got to fight against a member of the Rockstar staff. Now that's kind of cool. 
because yeah. that that that's neat because they that happens occasionally and those tend to be viral because a lot of those you can also get by fighting somebody who fought somebody that's on the arcade staff so it kind of spreads out oh, virally. I didn't know that. And so yeah. that's that's fun. I get that, and that can continue on. Well, I'm happy about Left 4 Dead 2 thing, where if you get certain things done in Left 4 Dead 2, mm-hmm. which, by the way, some of those achievements, fucking impossible. <laughs> um, you can get clothes for Avatar. Yes, yes, that's one of the uh, Avatar clothes games out there. I like those. That's neat. I love that that's happening now. That's, like that's a fine Saw thing. Saw that he's playing right now, where you can get achievements for doing nothing. You had to bring up Saw. You had to bring up my little skeleton in the closet. Yes, oh I'm playing God. and nervously and unabashedly, okay, somewhat bashedly, enjoying Saw. It doesn't look like a bad game. I'm just amused no, it's at not how a, easy it, it is to get achievements It's not on a that good thing. game, but my God, the achievements come at you as if you're standing under a waterfall. Really? In fact, there is an achievement you get by standing under a waterfall. <laughs> There's also an okay, achievement not, not for really, standing but... still for five minutes. Yeah, there is. I got oh, that. great. So you pick up the... You, this is this is no this is what happened. I was at a point. I was like, okay, I gotta figure out how to deal with this puzzle issue that I was on, and I walked to the other room to go to Game Facts, and in that time, it gave me achievement for standing idle I'm for five here, minutes. He's doing it, the, the character is doing nothing on the screen. All of a sudden, it goes bloop, and I'm like, achievement unlocked. What? <laughs> Wasting your life. This game gave me an achievement for dying the first time. <sighs> Why? It's it's a happy achievement. It's it's achievement Christmas for me. Achievement Christmas. That's lame. All right, this this one, some people out there, if you don't know this, I had to bring this forward because this is so... It's a little long, so bear with me. This is from the Kokomo Perspective newspaper. That's a newspaper? Courtesy of Kotaku, yes. little place called Kokomo. It's where you want to go. <laughs> Howard County Sheriff's Department Deputy Matt Robertson tracked down a wanted fugitive... Through one of the most popular games on the internet, World of Warcraft. Oh, I heard about this. And he got his man. In this case, online gamers were playing alongside Alfred Hightower. Hightower. <laughs> a man wanted on charges of dealing in a Schedule 3 controlled substance, dealing in a Schedule 4 controlled substance, and two charges of dealing in marijuana. A warrant was issued for his arrest in 2007. Sheriff's Department enlisted the aid of the U.S. Marshals this summer to track down a number of fugitives as part of the Operation Falcon, and Hightower was among the targeted. Operation Falcon. That, well, that sounds like a bad 80s video game. Indeed. Ness only. Unfortunately, <laughs> authorities were unable to locate him. Robertson soon found out why the suspect had skipped the country. With the help of Sheriff's Major Steve Rogers, yes, Steve Rogers. Wow, really? Robertson began gathering information on Hightower through a number of sources, and that's how they discovered that their suspect was a World of Warcraft fan. Quote, We received information that this guy was a regular player of an online game, which was referred to as some warlock and witches game, said Robertson. None of that information was sound enough to pursue on its own, but putting everything we had together gave me information enough evidence to send in a subpoena to Blizzard Entertainment. I knew exactly what he was playing, World of Warcraft. I used to, I used to play it. It's one of the largest online games in the world. Blizzard did more than cooperate. It gave Robertson everything he needed to track down Hightower, including his IP address, his account information and history, his billing address, even his online screen name and preferred server. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Uh-huh. From there, it was a simple matter to zero in on the subject, subject's location. Robertson and Rogers contacted U.S. Marshals, who immediately notified Royal Canadian Mounted Police and the Canadian Border Services Agency. 
According to Rogers, Canadian authorities located Hightower in Ottawa, Ontario, and arranged to have him deported. Marshall's picked up the suspect in Minneapolis, and Howard County has until January 5th, ta-da, to bring him back here to face charges. So lessons. One, don't play World of Warcraft if you're a known drug dealer. Two, Blizzard will happily give your info to the police when asked. Three, Blizzard's full of narcs. And four, this dude paid $15 a month to get arrested. You did <laughs> say they had a subpoena, right? It yes, he did like, have a subpoena, okay, so it's not so, like they just yeah, they, did, they didn't it. offer up the information. They had, they had to uh, uh, comply with the subpoena. So Right, right. Still, I, I love the fact that he had to pay to get arrested. Wow. Holy crap. So take that to heart, all you illicit crazy people out there who are addicted to your World of Warcraft. You can't have both businesses going at once. They will find you. Don't pay for it in your own credit card. Dumbass. <laughs> Christ, even I know that. 20th Century Fox is moving forward with the planned Deadpool spinoff, with Ryan Reynolds reprising his role as Merc with a Mouth from Fox's 2009 hit prequel, X-Men Origins Wolverine. According to Variety, they've hired writers Rhett Rees and Paul Wernick, the creative duo behind Sony's 2009 hit Zombieland, to pen the screenplay. Okay. The duo have already written an earlier draft of Sony's planned Venom spinoff. No word when they plan on starting to film, although presumably it'll be sometime after Reynolds wraps filming uh, Green Lantern for Warner Brothers. I was skeptical about Deadpool because of the treatment they gave him in X-Men uh, Origins. Wolverine. What? That wasn't even treatment. That was a raping. Yeah, it was a raping. That was a horrible, horrible like character horrible, choice. Horrible, horrible potato. And, and, uh, and what's, what's terrible is they kind of got him right at the beginning. Yeah. They, with the whole, the whole mercenaries thing they had going yeah. at the beginning. They, they, they kind of had it. But oh, that that ending with with that wasn't Deadpool. I don't know what that was. And you know what? I bet it wasn't Deadpool because I'll figure out what what it actually was in the this uh, script. I, I have hope. a little faith because I like Zombieland. So yes. we'll see. We'll see. So there's there. All I'm saying is there's hope at the end of this tunnel. All right. All right. Not I'll, a very long uh, tunnel, but it's, there's hope. I'll give it a day in court. I'm kind of surprised they're still going forward with that project because it seemed like it was on indefinite hold there for a while. Well. The thing is, Deadpool's really become a Marvel favorite. Like, I, like in the last couple of years, his popularity just soared. I, I'm watching the... Pro- I have, like, the first appearance Deadpool in my comic collection, and I've been watching it just steadily rise in price. It's well, weird. I think, I, I think it's mostly because Fox has the rights. It's one of the last of the, uh, the characters, the Marvel characters, that Marvel Studios doesn't retain the rights to to make a film of. It's one of the ones that Fox has. Yeah, but that's not why the, that's, you know, the popularity is... It's, it's... No, but I think that's why this project is going forward, is that it's, they it's want to get it. some more money out of it before they lose the rights back to Marvel that, Studios. That makes sense. That makes sense. Seinfeld isn't mm. just the greatest sitcom ever. It's actually relevant to the game's landscape. What? The classic coin-up Frogger was featured prominently in one of the last episodes of the show. In the said episode, right. George Costanza scored a whopping 860,000 points, 630 points. Mm-hmm. A score many believed to be laughably high. Which it was true. A young that. Pat Lafayette bested that high score on January 1st, 2010, getting his name in the Twin Galaxies high score board with an impressive 896,980 points using the original Frogger arcade cabinet. Really? Wow. So yes, George Costanza has 
fall into second place. Was Jason Alexander on hand to present the uh, trophy? <laughs> That'd be great if he was. Yeah, that would be great. That's just Instead, brilliant. they get that creepy guy from Twin Galaxies. Although I don't know how young this guy is. It says a young Pete Lafayette, Pat Lafayette. So I'd like to think that he's like four. I have no idea how old he is, though. People who don't know who we're talking about, the guy from Twin Galaxies, um, rent or buy the documentary King of Khan, Fistful of Quarters. Yes. And you will see. This guy's been doing this for something like 30-some-odd years, and he just comes across as a really creepy old man now. And they do interviews with him in his house, and he's got, like, stacks of magazines around his computer and, and just... Looks like that, you know. Might I remind you that you have a stack of magazines around your toilet? That's yes. not my toilet. That's my toilet, and that's my reading. Thank you very much. You're going to be a very creepy old man. And it's one day. two stacks. Thank you very much. There's nothing around my toilet. <laughs> it's clean. I added three magazines to the stacks in the last two days. Jesus Christ! Four magazines. And it's not porn, people. No, no, but I'm talking about like the guy is a pack rat. You know, they 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 show clips of his house. And it's clear that he has to live alone because nobody else could live with him. Because he's ugly as sin and he's goofy and weird and creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing to do with the cleanliness of his house, for sure. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate what the guy does with video games. But he's got some weird people. Weird people who watch video games on tape. Yep. (laughs) That sounds like fun. They don't get paid for it. Watch the documentary, folks. (laughs) It's a a riot whether you... uh, whether you uh, like video games or not. EA Canada's Jason DeLong told Game Informer he expects to see games become cheaper in the future, at least per initial investment. Quote, I think we're going to see, we're going to start to see, maybe not in the next year, but in the near future, games go down the route of similar up-and-front experiences and lower prices at the beginning, DeLong said, and then the ability to extend the game through episodic material or future release material. I think that's the direction we're probably heading in. So it doesn't mean that games will be cheaper in the long run. It means that DeLong sees the potential total price of a game spread between the disc or initial download and then follow-up expansions. I don't agree with that. It's sort of like what EA and Bioware are already doing with Dragon Age Origins, except that Dragon Age sells for $60 to start. He Mm. said, keeping people playing in the current economy is, quote, going to be an interesting creative problem for us to solve, unquote. So a smarter startup with with less content, with more content to download. See, I, I don't I don't agree with that merely because there's enough examples out there currently. For, for instance, anyone that's played a lot of games knows that there are an inordinate amount of advertisements in game now. Like you walk across posters of current movies, you you yeah. see billboards of. I don't you know, mind that Burger King and so forth. Acts, so, yeah. so I don't. I don't think it interferes with my gameplay. No, I'm not. It. I'm not saying it interferes with the gameplay. But these advertisers are paying these software companies mm-hmm. to put those ads in the game. Yet we're not seeing the benefits of that. Yes, we are. Typically, you would see lower prices. No, no, I disagree. Yes, we are because those games aren't as cheap as they were to make five years ago. They need that amount of money for the capital to build those games. And they still have to charge the $60 in order to make sure they hit the profit. If they don't hit the profit, why make the game? As expensive as a game like Bioshock 2 is or Mass Effect, any of the Halos at this point, 
the multi-million dollars going into that, they need a huge front capital. And Where that's are they part spending all this money? Or it, wasting, it has to be on advertising it on, because part of it is on I, advertising. I know software developers, and they don't get paid shit. They're wasting it on shit like Halo Waypoint. <laughs> Halo, Halo point, Bungie, point that was crap, sorry. But yeah, as, as much as I would like to say, well, you know, it's supposed to be... No one ever said that was supposed to bring down the result of the game, and that's and that's almost two different things. Because what they're doing now is just talking about doing a different, almost pricing structure well, on the game itself. It solves another problem: mm-hmm. piracy. And that's, I think, their other re- the true reason for it. Is you want that. the other half of the game? You got to download it. Oh, you got a pirate uh, copy of the game. Go screw yourself. That makes so much sense. Well, yeah, you were just telling me about that recently. That that. Uh... That there was some downloadable content. In fact, on a it was, game. yeah, it was Dra- Dragon Age Origins yes, that thank uh, you. somebody uh, played. It was playing a pirate version of Dragon Age. They went to uh, download the extended piece of it, and it ended up wiping out their saved game when they went. To, no, 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 it wasn't a pirated version. It was the original version, but they weren't online, and they had the add-on pack that they, you know, typed into yes, it that's that came what it with was. it. Because it downloads security um, upgrades. Right. So all the stuff that they won in that uh, <coughs> that download, the extra armor and so on, when they brought the game up offline, that was no longer available to them because they couldn't check the add-on pack. Uh, the add-on so yeah, pack adds a added security to these games. That I don't like. I wonder, if I want to be able to play my games offline, damn it, I will play them no, offline. No, that's just it. You can play it offline. You just can't play it with the extended content. That's crap. The extra downloaded content. That's crap. <laughs> they're 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 doing what they can to foil the piracy, man. I I got to hand it to them. It's yeah, better. It's better than the not the, the expensive gameplay. It's it's it, the thing is, it's not an expensive gameplay if it's you know your own and the fact that you're almost always going to be online at this point. <sighs> no perpetual I'm not. online unless you choose not to be. <sighs> Very few people are dial-up anymore. Yeah, but what if I'm just having a bad internet day? Yeah. Well, you go play it the next day. No, screw that. I want to play it now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can. You just can't uh, play with that armor. No! (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) All right, here's the deal. I'm going to give you a, uh, a real estate deal. Okay. All right? It's a beautiful space station called the Crystal Palace. I heard about this. I didn't. Multiple fine amenities, including four biodomes full of alien species to hunt. Okay. Trade and revival terminals, a working auctioneer, and the universe-famous Stahlsteiner Bar. In case you haven't figured it out, it's a virtual place. Okay. The asking price, 330000 real-world dollars. Um, can I somehow make that money back out of this? Is, is this a... Profitable yes, building? Actually, there is. That's what MMO Planet Calypso, for, formerly Entropia Universe player, quote, Buzz Eric Lightyear, unquote, paid to own an in-game hub. He paid $3.3 million Project Entropia dollars for the virtual real estate, and those PED were pub- purchased with real dollars, 330000 of them. What does he get for his money? Yeah. The station is one of the nicer setups in the virtual universe. And since players pay PED, the money, to shop, hunt, and hang out there, Eric can set tax, tax rates on the payments and ter- turn fake bucks back into real cash. Not sure how much real cash, 
depends on where he sets the rates. What kind of ROI and what, are we talking and about? And that, how he sets the rates, will affect the place's popularity as well. So, yes, $330,000. Again, I don't know how – I've never played this game. I don't know how big it is. Uh, obviously, he sees something in it. If all you got to do is turn on like a little tax thing and take 2% or 3% out of every transaction done there, that's one thing. But can he improve the property? Well, How popular is the property? Well, apparently it's one of the most popular in the game, according to the article. Okay, I've and, never even heard of this game. Well, exactly. I hadn't either, but... Uh, is this a Korean thing? It doesn't seem like it, but it does seem very European. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, apparently this place is very popular to visit in this MMO. I, I had not heard of it. But uh, he, they said that he could end up making a profit off of it. I wonder if you could buy Ogrebar Iron Forge. They didn't really say that, how far. That's the first thing I thought of too. Is like, can a player actually own one of these true World of Warcraft hubs for a high amount of money? Well, I'll tell you this. It's like again, I go back to one of the best game economies I've ever seen: mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxies. I uh, I built a city. From scratch, and it was great. Was it built on rock and roll? Um, yes, yes, it was. Um, so once I laid down the foundations of the city, everyone came in, moved in, and uh, we did uh, uh, a business hub. Okay. Uh, I was far enough away from like a lot of the other business hubs to be like an important one. We had lots of good crafters there nice, nice making traders post. Of, yeah, traders post. But I could charge. A tax on things. Okay. You could charge a little tax on this, a little tax on trans on, on the tra- shuttle tickets to get there, a little tax on the um, on the uh, on the cantina on the. Uh, I'm sold. I like this already. <laughs> yeah, it was and, and it helped pay for the city. Okay. Okay. Now, given there were lots of things not taken into account and nothing worked right, and so it didn't even matter in the end. But so a true Barry city. Yes. <laughs> But the idea was there, and they had the idea then, and there was money to be made. So, you know, kudos to this guy if if he if he really thought it out. I I, I want to see a follow up to this story to see how he was look, doing. Look, I see. I say kudos to this guy for having the three three hundred thirty k to drop in virtual. No kidding. I mean, that's that's that, that's that's one risky investment overall. Compared to other investments that are out there in the world? It's risky because it's all dependent on the number of people that actually give a shit about the game. Yeah. And, of course, the servers. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're basically beholden to these companies for a lot of damn money. And you're gambling on this company staying in business. They could go the way of Meridian 59. Meridian 59, 59 right? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Hmm. It's like, uh, God, what is it? Second Life. Right. A lot of people play.